Welcome back to Premeditated Parenting. I'm your host, Naomi, and today we're going to be discussing education. To start with, let's turn back the clock and look at the history of public education in the United States. In 1837, Horace Mann was on the Board of Education in Massachusetts. Horace Mann took a trip to modern Germany and was impressed by the model of education in Prussia. When Prussia was concert when Prussia was conquered by Napoleon, the conclusion was drawn that the reason for the defeat was because the soldiers were thinking for themselves and not taking orders given. They created this new model of education to provide certain academic skills, but also to instill duty for one's country, respect for authority, and social conformity. Prussia's education system was in place for the main goal to create a system of obedience. Johann Fitch was a German political philosopher who said, schools must fashion the person and fashion him in such a way that he simply cannot will otherwise than what you wish him to will. This means that Johann Fitch's goal was to ensure there were no individual wills that would get in the way of obedience. Johann is known as the father of German nationalism. This guy is considered the spiritual father of modern neo-Nazis. His philosophy had a big part in the rise of the Third Reich, as the Prussian model of education was based on his ideology. His idea was to create obedient, little nationalist soldiers, which allowed people, ultimately, to be led by Hitler's rejection. Horace Mann advocated for public schools to be separate from any religious or political affiliation that would provide education for children of all backgrounds. Mann encountered strong resistance to these ideas, from clergymen who cringed at the idea of non-sectarian schools. He also had friction from educators who condemned his philosophy as indoctrination of classroom authority and from politicians who opposed the board as an improper infringement of local education authority. But his views prevailed. Horace Mann wanted to offer the same content of education to all people. This sounds like a great, compassionate, and generous idea. However, remember his push for this came from his trip to Germany to review the Prussian model, which was modeled after the ideology of Johann Fitch. Here's another quote by Johann Fitch that gives us the real purpose behind this system. Education should aim at destroying free will so that after pupils are thus schooled, they will be incapable throughout the rest of their lives of thinking or acting otherwise than their schoolmasters would have wished. He goes on to say, when the technique has been perfected, every government that has been in charge of education more than a generation will be able to control its subjects securely without the need of armies or po policemen. Oh my goodness, the history of public education is dark. Where did we go wrong? H.L. Mencken speculates that public schools have done more harm than good. How could they not, Mencken asked, having taken the care and upbringing of children out of the hands of parents where it belongs, throwing the entire matter into the hands of irresponsible and unintelligible quacks. Those are his words, not mine. <laughs> I think H.L. Mencken hits the nail on the head. Public schools have taken the upbringing of kids out of the hands of parents. This is our God-given role. 
we must take it on with pride and ownership. We are the stewards of our kids' learning and growing. Schools used to build on Judeo-Christian principles taught in the home. Today, school curriculum tends to diverge from that and in its place tries to social engineer. In many ways, curriculum tends to undermine or devalue the home and moral behavior. Mencken points out that the public school system has done nothing more than homogenize cultures and create uniformity of thought. He says, the aim of public education is not to spread enlightenment at all. It is simply to reduce as many individuals as possible to the same safe level, to breed a standard citizenry, to put down dissent and originality. Now, really quickly, I do want to preface that I believe that there are teachers out there in public school system that genuinely want to help children succeed in being responsible adults, and even many who would honor the parents' role and relationship with their kids. Many teachers also see your kids as individuals. However, the administration of schooling in the hands of government has wedged itself between parents and their children and created a standardized system and protocol. The nuclear family has not been championed by society as a whole, and dysfunctional and disjointed families have become the norm. I think as parents, we've seen this true in many situations in school. They are teaching kids and preparing them for testing, but not really teaching them in a way that benefits them individually. Every kid learns different, and, and you know that, especially if you have multiple kids. Each one um, has a different way of understanding and learning, and if they're not able to teach them individually, then it's not really benefiting them, and they're shaping them, and they're conforming them to their system instead of exploring their individuality. They're preparing them for standardized testing. That does not really truly reflect on students' skills and abilities. And in the meantime, they neglect other important topics. They certainly aren't being taught things in public school like how the real world works, right? Um, critical thinking skills have gone out the window, and so has personal responsibility. We see this in the form of participation trophies and grading scales. However, this has also happened from the example of parents who have shirked their responsibility of educating their kids and left it in the hands of the government. Let's be reminded about what God says about our responsibility as parents. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train the child means we have an active role here. Deuteronomy 4.9 says, Take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. So grandparents, if you are out there and you are raising your kids, now is the time to instill these important characteristics into your kid. Now is the time to make sure they are ready for the bumpy road ahead. There is a saying that says, prepare the child for the road, not the road for the child. We have to help them for that road ahead. We know it can be bumpy. This means we need to raise up resilient children with gumption to take on any challenge and instill steadfast conviction that will keep them anchored to God in their lives. Ultimately, knowing God is the most important thing. 
Grades are not as important as teaching character and preparing your child to stand firm as they face life's many trials on their own. Lisa Bevere sums up what our premeditated parenting goal is so nicely. She says, as we rear up our kids, our goal should be to raise them independent of us and dependent on God. If we are going to raise them to be dependent on God, we are going to need to train them up. Parents, we cannot be anything but conscientious and vigilant to the training and education of our children. Donna from Mentoring on Our Own says, what is education anyway? Education is to rear up, to elevate, to bring forth, or to lead out. Education begins at home. Education includes the development of character and learning how to think. Every home is a school. The question is, what are you teaching? Anytime today we have discussed the definition of education, we can see that it is intentional. It requires an active participant. And truly, it is an imperative verb given by God to parents. Ultimately, we need to make sure our kids know how to filter this information that they're given in school by what God says. As parents, our main goal is for our kids to master a skill before they leave our home. Uh, We as parents need to make sure that they're ready to go when they leave our home. And we want them to thrive. We're not preparing our kids for tests. We are training them to be responsible adults. Moms and dads, no one has more potential to influence their kids than you, their parents. A parent will spend about 3,000 hours a year with them. On the other hand, every kid needs influence from someone other than their parents that reinforce family values. And so as we look at our child's education, we should be vigilant about who we are allowing to influence our children. Are they devaluing our home values and moral instruction? Are they sharing the importance of faith or are they teaching them that faith is simply a crutch? Pay attention to who is coming alongside you and teaching your kids. Are they partners to your mission or are they underrating your role and values in your home? Okay, where do we go from here? What's next? Do I pull my kid out of public school system because the history of public education is so nefarious? Well, some may argue yes. And if you are looking for a homeschool curriculum and you don't know where to begin, I would like to invite you to listen in on my interview with Missy Canfield, a representative for Classical Conversation, where she gives us the scoop on her experience with homeschooling and some insider tips on how to get started. On the other hand, there are many resources you can use to supplement what your kids are learning in school in teaching them like freedom, individualism, personal responsibility, free trade, how inflation works, how government works, etc. My favorite resource is the Tuttle Twins. The Tuttle Twins started out with as fiction novels that introduced these concepts to Ethan and Emily Tuttle. It has evolved into an even bigger resource, and now they have cartoons that are fun for the whole family, infant books, all the way up through high school guidebooks that talk about concepts of biases and entrepreneurship, and they even just came out with a history book. All these are available from their website, and I'll be sure to include a link in the description of today's episode. As always, you can get involved in your child's education by volunteering in your child's classroom or for school events. 
You can even run for school board in your local community. Take the initiative to be premeditated about your child's education experience. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Premeditated Parenting. I'm your host, Naomi, and I hope you'll join me next time to discuss boundaries in marriage. And don't forget to tune in to my interview with Missy Canfield on the bonus episode. 